1: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. The Michael Reed Show podcast. Tune in weekdays from 9 on LMFM. To contact us, email now. Michael at lmfm.ie.
0: David Harvey on LMFM.
1: Hello there, it's Friday the uh, 21st of May. Michael's off again, and this is David Harvey uh, sitting in for him for the last time this week on what is another miserable morning. Uh, this morning a monstrous crime, that's what uh, Pader Tobin of Into calls the cyber attack on the HSE and the Department of Health. He says the government has a duty of care to safeguard and protect citizens' health and their personal data and he will be here to talk more on the subject uh, in a moment. The Vincent de Paul is receiving hundreds of calls from people every day from families struggling to make ends meet. Uh, they've lost businesses, they've lost livelihoods and uh, some of the callers to the SVP are doing so for the very first time. We're going to hear just how bad the problem is uh, some social media companies not keeping records of complaints received from their irish users and they don't have turnaround times to remove harmful content uh, we'll be talking about that with Imelda Munster. She'll be here to give us the full picture. Uh, we'll also hear how some believe that asking older people to cocoon and telling them they're vulnerable has just reinforced ageist stereotypes during the pandemic. And the nosediving of cancer research as medical professionals deal with COVID and lots more as well from around the region. Uh, it's all between now and 11 o'clock. If you want to comment on anything on the programme, you can, of course, do so. Uh, you can text us. You can uh, WhatsApp us. It's 86 1800 658 We're and obviously, uh, we're available right across social media. But first, this morning, uh, an attack on the most vulnerable within Irish society. That's the sort of language uh, Padder Tobin of. Aintu has been branding the cyber attack on the HSE and the Department of Health. Uh, As the state continues to reel from these extraordinary attacks on the systems from the Wizard Spider Group, uh, Padder says the government has a duty of care to safeguard and protect citizens' health care and their personal data. And he's on the line. Good morning, Padder. Good morning to you. Thanks for coming on. It's the latest uh, now is that uh, the government have managed to obtain a court order against these hackers and indeed anyone who wants to sell or publish uh, the data which has been stolen? I mean, is this going to make any difference?
0: Well, I suppose, listen, this is a nightmare situation um, that the country is in. Um, In in terms of treatments, um, I've heard reports that chemotherapy... Delivery is down 15% in some hospitals. Scopes are down 70% in some hospitals. Outpatients' treatment's down 70%. And we had uh, Paul Reid tell the High Court yesterday that potentially, you know, all the information is compromised uh, within, the, uh, within the HSE. And so we have reams of information, many of it which is phenomenally sensitive information. Like all of us would have information um, that we wouldn't like to be in the public domain f- through our health service and all of that you know, has the potential uh, to reach the public which would be a disaster and, and um, you know, this is I suppose a step that the government has to take to at least try to close down the legal routes in which this information could travel.
1: Yeah, you, you've, been, you've been talking about their competence we'll come to that in a second but there's also a confirmation today from the Minister for Health that an encryption key has been made available which will unlock the hacked data so it has been decrypted we will now be able to uh, you know, open it all up again. I, I, it, it's, it's kind of odd, it seems odd to me that um, these people, and I believe it's come from them, have handed back the way for us to get back into our system.
0: It's very strange. Um, <clears throat> now, there's, there's obviously a, a lot of, um, a, a lot of let's say, uncertainty with regards to the veracity of this decryption key. So um, this, to a certain extent, could be a key which, could have malware within it, which actually could do more damage to the system. And I believe that the HSC are using it virtually, um, currently, to see, uh, you know, is the malware functioning on it. Um, Also, it's hard to know whether or not the decryption key could actually uh, operate at a speedy rate or a slow rate. For example, in the United States, um, a similar key was handed over to an energy company uh, who used it, but it happened so slow that actually the energy company uh, backed up its, uh, had a backup of its systems and uh, operators from that perspective, but for a criminal gang to, for some reason, take sympathy on the state now uh, and provide a decryption key, which would allow for a lot of this information to be brought back into use and potentially get the HSE systems up and running, is very, very strange. And I, I've heard reports to say that you know maybe pressure has been brought to bear on you know the Russian embassy or the Russian government to see can. And they put pressure on on the criminals with regards to this. And the government has assured us that no money has changed hands. I I would hope so, because paying ransoms in in this sort only encourages this type of behavior uh, and actually empowers the... The criminals to, to do more. Yeah. That's the last thing we need to do.
1: It all sounds somewhat implausible actually, but um, you, you have been quite vociferous about this NCSC. This is the organisation, uh, the National Cyber Security Centre, which is charged with protecting us, which is uh, seems to be, uh, by anyone's standards, relevant to the, the size of what we're dealing with, somewhat pathetic. Uh, five million budget, no director uh, and, and no ability, by the looks of it, to protect us.
0: Yeah, so Ireland is particularly uh, exposed. Uh, 30% of the EU data uh, is actually held in Ireland, believe it or not. And that's because a lot of the uh, foreign direct investment tech firms are located in Ireland. Um, and as a result, you'd imagine that this country would have a significant focus on data protection. And um, you know, one, there's actually two significant organizations in this country that are tasked With helping the country, that's the National Cyber Security Centre. I raised it in the door with the Taoiseach during the week. um, And, you know, it hasn't had a director for nearly a year. So it has been rudderless from the top to a certain extent. And it has a budget of 5 million euros. Now, to put that into uh, perspective, uh, the Department of the Taoiseach, Michal Martin's Department, had a budget for 17 million euros for PR alone just last year.
1: Did they spend it?
0: they spend it 17 million, spend it. million on pr they spend 16.9 million euros uh, on pr uh, just in the in the Taoiseach's department last year a figure over three times the amount that was spent uh, on the national uh, cyber security centre that's a lot
1: of pr isn't
0: it <clears throat> a phenomenal amount uh, and it just shows you you know if if anybody ever asks me what are the priorities of government i will say look at the budget the budgets will tell you exactly what the priorities uh, are uh, and, you know, there's obviously PR is three times more important mm. to the government than, than that. So, the other organization that's, that's really uh, key as well to protection uh, cyber-wise is the uh, Communications and Information Service Corps. That's called the CIS. And it's part of the Defense Forces.
1: Never heard of it.
0: And it, it's, it's one of those uh, operations that just works quietly in the background. Now, what's happening at the moment is that the HSC have called them in to help them with this ransomware attack. And they're the people who are doing a lot of the heavy lifting now, trying to clean up and re-image uh, the 90,000 computers uh, that's involved here. But if you look at their budgets as well, they've lost 50 soldiers uh, over the, uh, since 2013. They've lost a the whole company uh, in that period of time. And in actual fact, a third of their positions are currently unfilled. And what
1: are they, Padder? Is it sort of a little spy operation, is it?
0: No, it's 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 it. it Basically, its job is to work with regards to radio systems and IT networks uh, on behalf of the defence forces. And one of its primary operations and goals is cyber defence within the um, within the army. Listen, like cyber attacks are increasingly the I suppose the the front of conflict uh, in many ways, both between criminals and obviously between nation states and. I, the, the elections in the United States and even in Britain over the last number of years you know, have raised the spectre of countries influencing elections um, through uh, IT systems uh, and as a result <clears throat> these are very, very important
1: Cause I heard um, some guy on the BBC yesterday saying that in, in a country of this size with a budget, of, a, I think the health budget is what around about 20 billion is it um, they should be spending 400 million on IT and backup and support and all that
0: like for two decades people have been saying that the hsc has been incredibly poor with regards to the development of it systems and you know anybody that's gone into hospitals will tell you that typically you know when a doctor needs a file it's a physical file it, it is you know uh, somebody runs for somebody brings it back and um, if you need to go to a doctor sometimes you know, a taxi will have to bring uh, documents uh, back and forth from a hospital. So we we definitely are uh, in the stone age with regards to IT in this country, which is amazing because if you look at the flip side of it, uh, there's 6,000 people working in cybersecurity in the private sector in Ireland. There's There's over 50 international cybersecurity firms located in Ireland. So, uh, unfortunately, the, 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 the public sector hasn't kept up uh, with the private sector. And that's, and that's again, a decision. Like, you know, all of these levers that the government has now at its disposal are as a result of the lack of investment that it has made in these areas for the last uh, 20 years. I raised this issue on cybersecurity and investment on priority with Pat Rabbit when he was Minister for Communications back in 2013. And even then, there was, a, there, there was no a major objective with regards to uh, investment, unfortunately. So, um, you know, the government have a duty of care for the protection of people's information. They also have a duty of care with the protection of patients. And I believe that, this, that the government has left people exposed in those two fronts at the moment.
1: Yeah, and, uh, you know, we will end up, of course, because of this, having the best in class Cutting-edge cybersecurity network because they'll now throw a bunch of money at it because they'll have to, um, and we we will we'll go from uh, you know zero to hero overnight because we can't afford for this stuff to happen again.
0: Well, this is the, I agree. Uh, the British NHS actually had a similar attack back in 2017, and and um, they were forced to spend 95 million euros at the time directly to fix the problem, uh, and they also had to spend 210 million euros in the subsequent three years, strengthening their cyber security. So oftentimes people feel the government might feel they're saving money with regards not spending. But like, like many people know in their own homes, if you don't invest in the infrastructure of your own home after a <laughs> uh, and time... When the, when the roof line.
1: falls in after you haven't, you haven't gone near it for 10 years because exactly. you didn't want to spend 10 quid a year. No, I understand. It's, it's, it's one of those things that comes back to bite you in the end. All right, Pater Tobin, thank you very much for coming on the line. Padder from uh, Aintu there and uh, what he calls, as uh, he said already, a monstrous crime and an attack on the people of Ireland.